Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. There are thousands of amazing self-help books out there, but what happens when you're struggling at the moment and need help now? Well, my new book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook, is your new go-to self-help book. I wrote it specifically for when you don't know how to overcome a challenge. Each chapter gives you a framework on how to tackle your situation. I help you focus on what already works for you. Your situation today may be different, but the emotions you're currently feeling, you felt them before, and you did something that helped you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. This book is specifically written to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Purchase your book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Once again, purchase Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. My guests today are Robert and Kaylee Fukui, marriage and business coaches who assist the married entrepreneur in creating greater work-life balance. Based upon personal experience as children of entrepreneurs, they know the pain that the lack of work-life balance has on the spouse and family. They were committed to do it differently in their own business. In today's episode, we talk about their book, Tandem, The Married Entrepreneur's Guide for Greater Work-Life Balance, which teaches you that you can win in business and marriage at the same time. Welcome to Lifeology. Yeah, thanks, James. It's a pleasure, and we're really looking forward to this. Yes, I I am as well. Congratulations on the success of your book. I know you told me you just completed a long book tour, so <laughs> I'm so happy that it went well. I mean, especially nowadays, some people don't want to go out in the work uh, to, to actually hear people read. But thank God that you were able to go out there and share this information with the world. Yeah, and uh, we're actually in a car. I mean, we actually drove the country. I mean, literally from <clears throat> north to north to east to south, and then back home to California. And uh, wow. we're still alive. And so, I didn't so, kill me, guys. Which is funny, which is funny because it worked like balance. And now you're actually in the car and you can't get away from each other. Yeah. Exactly. I know that we need personal space. So, so, well so we have to test out the tools that we put in the book. We had to test on ourselves so we know it works it, yeah. as it did. <laughs> so funny. Now, when you both were children, how did uh, the work-life balance struggle affect you both individually as children with your with your family? So I am a third generation entrepreneur family mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of pros, a lot of cons. Some mm -hmm. of the challenges were my dad worked six days a week and he wasn't home a lot. And I think as children, sometimes we just want our dad to be home, to play with us, oh. to hang out. I don't even know if he made it to my high school graduation to this day. Mm. The business became the mistress in our family and our family just kind of yeah. fell apart from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. My experience is similar. Um, my dad wasn't a business owner. He was a pastor though. So running a oh. church is pretty much the same as running a business. I mean, it absolutely. Is. In fact, I think there's a little bit greater expectation from his customers, meaning the congregation about his mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And so really he's like all in, he always had to be available. It was almost like 24 seven, like being a doctor on call all the time. And so certainly, you know, what happens is he's saying yes to the congregation and inevitably by default, you're kind of saying no to, to the home life. Right. And so even though you've got a great heart and even, you know, her dad, I mean, you're, you're doing things for the right reason as far as earning a living to provide for the family. 
but at the same time, there were no boundaries between the work and home. And it just, yeah. everything, the, the, the career or the profession really just overtook everything. Yeah. It's interesting. I am, um, I am also a pastor's kid or a PK. And so I grew up in that as well. So I understand the, what you're saying. And so, I mean, obviously, uh, being, uh, pastors are fantastic, wonderful, but it does take that toll, especially in, I think sometimes with people in entre- who are more in the service industry of, of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. yeah. where it's always a customer's right, if you will. And so if we can take yeah. the concept of the church being a, being a um, yep. customer base, like you said, mm-hmm. there, there, yeah. that's always there, which is beautiful. But you know, there does come yeah. that part where a family sometimes gets lost in that. And so retrospectively, yeah, exactly. I know my parents are like, Oh, we could have done things different, which we yeah. all can do things differently, but it is, it Absolutely. is interesting to see how that, how that works out. Mm-hmm. Before we get started though, how do you quantify or how do you define what work-life balance is? Cause everybody has a different concept of that. So as we talk about yeah. this today, I want to make sure that you both have, or that we all understand what yours is. So then we'll be able to tailor, I'll be able to tailor my, my questions towards that. Yeah. So that's a great question because that's a question everybody, or in our case, every couple needs to define for themselves because it's going to be a little bit different, but in general, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you hear this topic of work-life balance, you get all kinds of comments and thoughts and it's not even possible. So why even try? I've tried it, tried it, tried it. Yeah. It just doesn't happen because what they're doing is you're trying to quantify balance, meaning how much time you spend in life, personal life, and how mm-hmm. much time you spend in the business or career, but it's not a quantitative measurement. It's a qualitative measurement. So it's all about yeah. quality of time, right? Mm-hmm. How much quality of time can I spend with, Kaylee, regardless of what's going on in business or even in our my volunteer work or whatever, whatever's going on in life, how do we make sure we carve out and protect quality time with yeah. my wife or family, right? And even if you're single for yourself, because yeah. when you're not yeah, taking care of yourself, right? Just like in, you, we've all been in airlines and when they talk about the air mask coming down, mm-hmm. what do they say? First thing to do is put on yourself first mm-hmm. and then help somebody else. Because you can't help somebody else if you're suffocating, right? <laughs> so, yeah. And so that's what the work-life imbalance is like, is you suffocating your life. And then you can't even be good for yourself, which means then you can't even be good for your customers, your employees, and of course, your family. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you definitely have to protect that quality time of self and, and, your, and your relationships. And then with the time you have with the business, or in our case, the business, how do we do it better? So it's just not sucking time away from, from life. So it's all about, Mm. you got to create, you got to create the vision of what that looks like for you and what it looks like for your, your your spouse and your family. And then you figure out what, how plan out what it's going to look like. Yes. Yeah. What, yeah, I I think that's, I think that's great. I like the, the, the qualitative aspect instead of the quantity of it. The, um, I remember when I, in 2015, I, I left Washington DC. I was single at the time and I left my, my thriving psychotherapy practice up there and downsize it significantly. So I came down to Florida. I was like, I want to do something new. I'm like, what is it going to look like? And so this, this lifeology is my second business. And so in doing that, I created this, this world of, I want to live, live where I want to live, do what I want to do. And that was my quality of life. As long as I had internet connection or whatever, because I hadn't fully formed out what, what lifeology was. And so um, I started that and I realized, okay, I may have made a lot of money in this realm. And now I'm quote, starting over, starting afresh. And so I realized as long as I have my quote internet connection and I live here in Florida, so I lived on the ocean. Okay. So my quality of life is I may not make as much money, but I can go to the ocean every single day and I can do whatever I want, you know? And so in that, I kind of moved the widgets of success Mm -hmm. around in my life to determine 
this is how it looks now. So thankfully, you know, thankfully, uh, Lifeology has done very well, very happy with that. And so now I can, I learn, I am learning that just because I can make a lot of money. It doesn't necessarily mean I should make a lot of money right now. It affects my quality of life. And so thankfully, mm-hmm. like I said, things have taken off for me, but I really like hearing that as well for you all, that it's going to be different for every single person. And the concept of working smarter, not harder is something I'm hearing yeah. as well, talking yeah. that just be really efficient with your time. What are some things, some ways in which, in which you both have realized that the quality of life that you originally defined isn't working? So what are some of those signs that we can all look at to be like, oh, this isn't really working? Well, I mean, just, you know, I come from a corporate Fortune 500 background. And so, and we both have our business degrees. So like when you're going off, you know, in your twenties and thirties, you know, your quality of life or what you think is good is like, you know, (laughs) going after the career, right? Climbing up the corporate ladder. You yeah. get all the, the money, the commissions, the co- company uh-huh. cars, the trips and all that kind of stuff. And that's great. But I remember, but even early on in my career, I remember when I was working for Coca-Cola, I was looking at all these executives and even high-performing salespeople. And while they're doing good on paper and, the, the, you know, check the box mm-hmm. as far as career, mm-hmm. um, they're, a lot of them were miserable. And some mm-hmm. of them were on their third marriages. Yeah. Um, and even the marriage they had just wasn't good because they're spending all their time into their career. And we kind of get sucked into that because mm-hmm. the, the, the going, uh, you know, we get this, this thing about you got to go all in on your career. And then later on, you can start enjoying life, yeah, whether it's exactly. retirement or when you have a certain milestone in your career or in your business. Right. And so we're chasing this thing, <laughs> right. That we've kind of bought into what society has been kind yeah. of teaching us is what quality of life looks like. It's go for the money. And then that money will help pay for your quality of life later, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as opposed to why not enjoy life during the journey, right? That doesn't mean you you don't have to put off enjoying life while you're achieving. And when I was 35, my actually childhood sweetheart passed away in a car accident, 10 minutes from my house on her way to work. So in an instant, my life just turned upside down. And then it's like, okay, what really matters at that point? Right. Yeah. if you wait for a thing, a milestone or retirement to start enjoying life, well, they say, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed and you never think it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. I never thought mm-hmm. it was going to happen to me, something like that, but it did because you can't control yeah. that. <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, you, you can't, you really can't. Well, and I want to say too, that a lot of times we just put in more and more and more work in the entrepreneur world and even in the corporate world. And it starts to affect your health at some point, you know what yeah, I mean? And it then does. it's like, okay, at what cost are we working this hard? Well, we don't have a life because we, our body is saying, okay, we're not going to go anymore. We're not going to do this. And you're overweight and you're just having all kinds Mm -hmm. of health issues. Yeah. And you're, and you're thinking that, you know, the, the money or the success is going to build a happiness later on. And that's just something we bought into, but that's not necessarily true. We think that if we start enjoying life now or enjoying, you know, paying attention, prioritizing family or personal life, we think that our career or our business is going to suffer, that our financial outlook is going to suffer. But our mindset, our approach is if you prioritize your most important relationships first, you can still make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you prioritize money first, your relationships are going to suffer. Yes. Right. It might take a little bit longer. Like you just took a little bit of a, a sidestep from what was happening in DC financially to come mm-hmm. back to have a better quality of life. But as we're hearing, it's ramping back up right? Mm-hmm. It might take a side, you know, might take a little bit detour. It might slow you down a little bit, but in the long run, you'll probably make just as much money or more because when you're whole, mm-hmm. 
you know, when your mental, emotional, and spiritual aspect is whole and your physical aspects whole, yes. you've got more energy to put it in the right things to make a lot of money, right? But do, also do it for the right reason. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. Are you an emerging persona or a global organization that isn't getting recognition from the press? Have your marketing and advertisement efforts hit a plateau? Let us help you take your brand to the next level. Red Heifer Media is a full-service boutique public relations agency specializing in health and wellness, tech, real estate, and nonprofit organizations. We can turn your successful company into a reputable brand. Take your first step and visit www.redheifermedia.com. Once again, visit www.redheifermedia.com to take your brand to the next level. Welcome back. I am James Miller. I'm the host of Lifeology Radio. I'm speaking with Robert and Kaylee Fukui. We're speaking about the book, Tandem, The Married Entrepreneur's Guide for Greater Work-Life Balance. I highly recommend this book. And to find out more information about them, please visit thetandembook.com. I remember I was recently asked uh, to write something for, for a, a news publication. And the question, what, the prompt was, what, ha what is burnout and why does it happen? And so the thing is, most people think about burnout in many different ways, but sometimes we think about burnout being, you know, 50, 60 year old where people have this with um, this midlife crisis, which is true. But what it basically is, is they've put something off for so long in their life that all of a sudden at a certain time, they now feel entitled to be able to act out of all the things that they suppressed with their younger self. And so all of a sudden, that's what we see. And so I really love hearing how you, you both talk about the concept of making sure that the balanced life you lead now doesn't lead towards that midlife crisis or towards that burnout. Yeah. And in a, in a marriage, so people are listening right now. So let's say they're a younger entrepreneur couple versus perhaps people your age, my age. How do you go from this? This is what our quality of life is, is this younger self. How do you help people recognize and maybe requalify that as they get older? Or what are steps that they can do for that? Well, it's very much like a business plan. <laughs> <laughs> is, okay. <laughs> before you start actually writing the the guts of the business plan, you got to start with a vision. Uh, okay. What do you want this? What do you want this business to look like? So in your in our case in, in life, so we always take our uh -huh. couples through this: create a vision of what your yeah. life looks like, what your best life looks like in the future, which also includes the business, right? Mm -hmm. But then even in the present, and then as long as you have that kind of due north, then yes, situations oh, yeah. are going to change over your life but you kind of know what you're still working for. So even though you might mm -hmm. pivot or take some detours along the way, but at least you know what you're working for as far as your best life. But then also, and then also gets you on the same page to work together. Yes. So the same thing, yes. even if you're in different careers or have different businesses or whatever, that you're on the same page supporting each other for that journey. But then along the way, we always put these little markers about how do you make sure you enjoy the journey? Like, like weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, you know, along the way, we got to make sure we're, we're, we're taking care of ourselves. Cause you talk about burnout and mm -hmm. as high achievers and business owners are typically high achievers and they're just going for one thing after another without yeah. taking a rest. Right. And, and burnout is really just accumulation just continue just going at it and yes. grinding it out without resting. And we know because you have a, a, a spiritual background as well, that the Sabbath, obeying the Sabbath is not just a spiritual mm -hmm. issue. It's actually a sure. physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual issue that needs to happen. Otherwise, yes. you're going to risk burnout. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So even yes. in the vision plan, you always put those little things of how do we celebrate success? How do we celebrate as we go along? And, um, and so as the long as you have that. The big and the small things, too. Yeah, the big and the small things. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where you got to start is just kind of create, create that vision. 
and figure out how the business is going to fit into that as opposed to the other way around. By default, because we don't have a big vision, we have a business, vision typically for the business. And so by default, that overtakes everything. Yeah. And so is. we're just responding to the business needs as responding. It's like, hey, is this really taking care of what we really want to do for the future, but even in the present? You know, how does the business fit into our life, not our life trying mm -hmm. to fit into the business? Mm -hmm. Yes. Transitioning to your book, Tandem, The Married Entrepreneur's Guide for Greater Work-Life Balance. What kind of book is this? Is it a workbook? Is it a, an essay? <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of book is it? That's <laughs> all of the above. So it's a book about our, <laughs> our story and a story, but also some um, tips in there about how do you balance work and, and business or life and business. But it's also about business where how do you work smarter, not harder? It is mm. very much a business book, too, because like Good. I said, the business tends to overtake the marriage or the relationship or mm -hmm. your personal life. And so we talk about you know half the book. We do talk about how to really position your business to scale. And when we talk about that, mm -hmm. scaling is positioning business to grow without the need for more time from the owner. Mm -hmm. Yes. But yes. the default well way that, that most small business owners go into this thing is to improve the business or to turn the business around, we put more time into it, which means it robs time from home, right? But yes. it's no, no, let's, let's figure this out. How to scale it, how to create more margin of time and money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to work as hard going after more sales, going after more and more yeah. customers all the time, just grinding it out. Right. But then there is a workbook embedded into it. So at the end of each chapter, there's a QR code that you can go and there's a, there's a video for each chapter oh, and there's a digital oh, right. workbook that goes along that you can download to, so you can actually create a plan of action for work-life balance. <laughs> Oh, so I think that's fantastic. Half, it's kind of half marriage coaching and half business coaching. <laughs> so, I mean, it's well, literally split in half. Five <laughs> chapters is around relationship and conflict resolution, and the other half is really on the business and how uh, to do it better. Wow. I, I really like the concept of the, the working smarter, not harder, something I, I teach as well. But it's also learning, for me anyway, in, on my businesses, it's more of learning how to put systems in place mm -hmm. so that what I really need to focus on is important, but everything else is all automated, et cetera. Yeah. And so yeah. it allows me to, to be the, the strategy and to be the, the visionary for this as opposed to getting exactly. lost in the minutiae. Yeah. Exactly. Are, are, are there ways in which this is well that you help people, since more of the business aspect, to learn how to prioritize what someone should do? So... For example, for me, I only look at uh, my, what works for me is I only look at my emails at certain times of the day. I don't look at it all mm -hmm. the time. I, I'm sure I'm probably, I'm probably dating myself. Um, some people will know this. Maybe the younger audience may not. But when the BlackBerry came out, so for those who don't know what the BlackBerry phone is, the BlackBerry phone, it's, it was the first, uh, quote, smartphone, I guess. And so you could look at your email. You can look at everything on there. Um, that was before iPhones really became popular. But that really revolutionized, for better or worse, the aspect of being able to have your work stuff on your phone. And so that really merged the aspect or devolved rather the aspect of work-life balance. And so we're kind of trying to re rework that back into keeping those things separate. Exactly. But are there specific exactly. ideas that you have to help people really measure their importance of one task over the other? Yeah. So first, you know, prioritizing life, right? How to, mm -hmm. what's the important things in life, right? So for us, you know, we don't have kids, but we have each other. So it's always about how do we protect those weekly meetings? Monday afternoons is our weekly meetings. That's protected. Then we got our date nights and then our monthly thing and then quarterly get, get away and then our vacations, right? Those are the must-haves um, that you protect. But even daily, what are the things that you want to do, right? So you put those things on the calendar. And then in business, on the business side, it's we, the statistic is about 65 to 70% of the business owner's time is working in the business, not on the business. 
right? All the, mm, the in the business, all the daily yeah. activities that you just got to do emails, mm -hmm. customer mm -hmm. service issues, you know, putting out fires, whatever. But the on the business activities are kind of what the things you're talking about, the vision, the planning, more the mm -hmm. high level stuff that's going to keep mm -hmm. the business moving forward. And so a very small percentage of the business owner's time is spent on that. And that's why we're just busy and not improving, mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> right? So yeah, we gotta say, what are the two to three things that the business owner should be focused on? And then the, with the rest of the stuff, how do we automate, delegate, or eliminate the other stuff? Mm. So mm -hmm. you talked about automation, right? There's a lot of tech stuff and apps for that. There's an app for that, right? <laughs> what, whatever yes. your need is, Everything you need, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you can delegate, whether it's your own employees or like for us, contractors, and then eliminate, which is what are things we just say no for, at least for a moment, and then what are some things we just don't do? <laughs> They're just time wasters. I mean, even like when we're launching a book, as we're getting to the finish line of the book, we had to eliminate certain things, at least temporarily. Because there was no way we could do the book and do all of our other stuff and get it done without being crazy and stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but that's what and I think in that is, of, is as I say, well, they try to do, they try to balance it all. Exactly. And I think that's something to give yourself the ability to say, it's okay that I can put this on hold. I think sometimes we, we don't give ourselves that ability because if I put this on hold, then sometimes we internalize this, that I'm a failure. I can't do it all. And I should be able to do it all, but it's just giving yourself the grace to be able to say, you know what, it's going to be there and I'm still going to get it done, yeah. but I want to yeah. allocate my time so that I'm not burnt exactly. out. Is there, right, exactly. just let me wrap up here in just a second. It makes me think though. So you both are in the same, um, assuming you have the same business, which is great. So married couple, mm -hmm. um, married also, uh, entrepreneurs in the same business. Yeah. It, what about those individuals who are married or together with someone and they are both entrepreneurs, but different businesses? Is there, a, is there a caveat to that as far as how to still have that work-life balance, even though one job maybe demand more, et cetera? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's still the same thing, you know, whether your spouse is doing something different in her own career or another business, work-life balance is still going to be an issue. But then it's almost double yeah. more important when you both have a separate business because business in itself is demanding. One business is demanding enough. Two is yeah. going to be, well, three times more demanding because there's a multiplier yes. effect. <laughs> so which means number one is just always staying on the same page, right? Vision, what's the future look like as we're building these two separate businesses? What are we doing it for? Mm -hmm. And then even the present, how do we make sure we stay connected? Because it's so easy for you to just be two ships passing in the night and not really staying connected as husband and wife, right? And then continue having your weekly meetings and you guys can talk about your calendars, what's going on. This is going to be a really crazy time for me right now, but in two weeks, things are going to slow up a little bit. Maybe we can go somewhere, take you to dinner. I'll take a day off, whatever mm -hmm. that might look like for you. You can talk about what do you have coming up as far as uh, finances, what's coming up. Oh, you mm -hmm. know, things are really quiet right now, but I'm working on X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I think I should be able to close these deals. And so then you'll give your spouse a little bit of peace of mind, like, oh, okay, we're going to do okay financially. Just knowing what to expect and being prepared a lot of times saves a lot of um, stress on the relationship. Yeah, those regular meetings are so important because it does a lot of things, right? It keeps yeah. you on the same page. It actually knows how you can support each other. Mm -hmm. And you can be yourself, mm -hmm. each other's board of directors, right? I mean, if you're both business like owners, you must, you must have some smarts, right? And so you can help support exactly. each other, even if you're not in the business, right? Yeah. But you both have some expertise to share and just, yeah, just keeping on the same page from the day to day and even in the future. And so that just those, everybody we've like all the, we call power couples that either we've interviewed our own podcast mm -hmm. or we've consulted or we've just been mentored by or whatever. 
the regular meaning is always the thing that comes up. The reason why they're able to do it all, but also stay connected mm -hmm. and have a semblance of balance yes. was those regular check-ins. Because it's so easy to just be two shits passing night and just throwing, hey, we got to do this, we got to do this. And then a lot of communication stuff falls to the cracks. But when you have that intentional, dedicated time, uninterrupted time, where it's just you and her to talk about the matters at hand and not be distracted, put the phones away, right? Don't be checking emails or to answer texts. Then you go a long way and not just staying on the same page, but also just staying connected from emotional and mental and spiritual way. And I think that is something that it, it is important because what you're saying is being preemptive. So there's nothing yeah. worse than trying to do damage control on the other side of something. But if you can put automate, if, you, if I may say that, automate those times of, yes, I'm, we, this is automated. So this is the time we're going to meet. Everybody knows this is part of our schedule. Everything else has to work around that. You definitely mm -hmm. won't have to be on the other side where there is yeah. going to be that damage control. Exactly. Wonderful. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's been such a pleasure having you on my show today. If my viewers and listeners want to find out more information about you, to purchase your book one more time, Tandem, The Married Entrepreneur's Guide for Greater Work-Life Balance by Robert and Kaylee Fukui, where will they find all this information online? Yeah, the tandembook.com, as you said, or the books on Amazon. And of course, we have our own podcast, Power Up Your Marriage and Business. And then just follow us on social media at Power Couples by Design on Facebook and Instagram, same, same handle. So those are ways you can just check us out. Wonderful. My viewers and listeners also know that if I can't find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com and I'll link all of you with their information. Thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. Thanks, thank James. You. It was great. It was fun. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.